So I come back, I went to a university open day and I thought, bite the bullet, he was going to do it. So three years I, I studied nursing um, at, a, at a university in Melbourne and probably for three years I was stressed, I cried, I didn't see my friends, I um, gained about nine kilos uh, just sitting down studying. Um, I'd come out just about every night and I'd say to mum, I can't do it, I can't do it, I just can't do it, it's too much. She says, Heather, make a cup of tea, have something to eat, go back in there in half an hour's time. Okay, go back into the little study room. I got through it. I graduated with distinctions in 2019. Well, of course you would have. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're you're so accomplished. I'm not surprised one bit. And I'm going to just work, add something. It was hard work uh, Heather, maintaining that grade. And Heather, I remember when I was still at the Leisure Centre before I was flitting back and forth to LA, um, we had lots of conversations about, like, you were training at the time and then you stopped and then the new relationship and then the work. And I know that that we both support each other, right? So if I was going through something, you'd be there. You would not tell me what to do and I wouldn't tell you, but we supported each other and we always lifted each other up to yes. just bite the bullet and just keep going. And I, I'm truly truly i've we've met some amazing people on here and relentless and, and and incredible stories but i tell you yours is right up the top there with just a person who's gone i am a human being i'm not special than any one of you and every one of you could do what i did in your life if you want to it just takes action a plan and a goal and you can you can do it any, anyone can do anything if they just, it's got to start with a conceptual thing. You've got to take it from conception to birth, okay? You've got to take it from this is what I want to do and this is the end result. Now, how do I get there? What do I need to do to get to that? Another example with, with my new job is um, I would like to become a midwife, right? And that mm. has been, Doug, a five-year plan. So I had to get through three years of university. Then I had to become a graduating nurse and do a two-year nursing program, which has now given me the opportunity to apply to study to be a midwife next year. So five wow. years it's taken me to get to this point. And after my interview today, I'm going to the library at work and I'm going to send in my resume to do a, a postgraduate diploma to hopefully get into the midwife intake next year. Uh, you, you, you will. Five-year plan. Wow. That's awesome. Hope you do it. Oh, you, you will do it. But you know what else is important is plan B. Okay, so what if I don't get accepted next year? My hospital's a small regional hospital, only takes three, okay? Now, I could go to Aubrey, which is an hour away, where they take 35, but then I go, do I want to drive two extra hours a day? Have I got the energy? I'm 50 and I don't have the energy I did even 10 years ago, right? Do I've got to work shift work. I've got to go and work eight shifts out of every 14 uh, and they're day, afternoon and night shift. And then I'm only going to get paid for six of those shifts and, and doing this other degree. And those other two days I work for free, but they're my student placement hours. So uh, I've got added fuel, added time, added shift work into that as well. So I go, well, okay, well, what is, what is plan B, Heather? If plan A doesn't work next year, 
So instead of going into a funk of depression, what's plan B? And plan B is, well, there's, they're looking for nurses up in the Northern Territory to train our Indigenous culture to become the next healthcare workers for their people. That's wow. plan B. That's plan B. Wow. If I don't get into the midwife, I'm going to go and do short stints in remote uh, remote Northern Territory uh, and doing that. And then I'll just come back here to Wangaratta and I'll pick up work again at the hospital in the casual pool or something like that. And I'll apply yeah. for the midwife intake 2023. That's really awesome, Heather. And isn't it funny, like the way my mind works and with all the coaching I do with actors and mentoring, and I, I don't pull any punches. I am hard on people when I'm coaching them. You know, Doug will, <laughs> Doug's just laughed. If anyone cops <laughs> at that, if anyone, if anyone cops that that guy does, but he's, he's a champion because he really is, if he was a boxer, he would be one of those guys that would possibly, he'd win fights, whether he'd be the world heavyweight champion, we never know. But let me tell you, every time he gets hit and knocked down, he just gets up and goes, is that it? Is that all you've got? Okay, well, let's go again. Like, he's such a, he's just not the same guy I met six years ago, like just Fantastic. six and a half years ago. And his mum is a psychologist in the prison networks and, um, you know, she's, she knows Doug way better than me, but she steps aside and and lets us really go for it, you know. And Doug Doug does cop it a bit, but it's he knows it's all for the betterment. And where he's in life now is, is okay, partly me, but it's him. It's him because he could have gone, I'm not doing this anymore. You're too hard. You're too tough. See you later. But he hasn't. And and you've your your mentoring and coach yourself is life. Life's throwing things at you, but you're going, okay, you, you give me that today. I'll take it on and I will make it work. And you have, yep. and yep. it doesn't make it easy. But the fact yep. that you did that little trip around Australia and you got to meet people in the outback and indigenous cultures and white people traveling or living out there. And now it's amazing how plan B is going to take you back there now to give something back to the center of Australia and the outback and the indigenous people. Such a yep. great journey. Yep. Tough. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. And I know that. Um, but I did grow up in a very remote area of Queensland as well. Um, yeah. And the whole purpose of when I chose to do nursing instead of becoming a naturopath, and those that know me, I'm a bit of a hippie dog, a bit of a hippie, yeah. a bit of a natural <laughs> feeler. And so when you I are. I'm going to do nursing, everyone's like, what? Nursing? Really? Uh, but nursing, I feel, enables me to have access to help more people in my journey than I would if I just opened up a small business and become a naturopath. Uh, nursing allows me to make contact with many people every day. And if I can share a little bit of kindness or a smile or make someone's day a bit better, then my soul is happy. Okay? So yeah, yeah, totally. Not for the money. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not for the money. It, it's for I need it. I need something in my life that nourishes me. You know that. See, gives me see Heather, that's um, sorry to cut in again, but I have to. Mm. Otherwise, I'll forget. I'm old. Um, when you I just said, um, <laughs> when you just said about the soul, that's what we talked about earlier before we started the interview. Is that who whoever's going to be in your world? It's not your your vetting people and going oh no you'll be right you can come in it's not about that it's just oh that picture behind me actually everything revolves around planets and that 
And if you don't fit into that, if something doesn't fit into that universe, then there's going to be a really bad unbalance there, yeah. right? And, and, and we're all similar to that. We all have different energies. And what I said to you before the interview, your energy is so peaceful. It's so soulful. And even though you're a nurse, even though you've got your own house, everything you have done is to give you inner peace, if I'm correct. That's yeah. just my assumption, Absolutely. you know, um, and Absolutely. that's what you've done. Yep. Absolutely uh, done. No point living in a house that doesn't reflect who you are. Um, you know, my house is going to be very unique. I've got a pink fireplace because I love colour. Uh, okay? I, love I filed it, it in, in subway pink tiles. Um, my kitchen, I've made my own bench tops out of recycled wood. No two pieces are the same colour. They're wow. the same wood, but they're all a different colour. My kitchen awesome. cupboards are going to be peacock green. You know, ah, I love I've, it. <laughs> you know, I've got to have color, and I've got to have life and spark, and and, and nature. And a job for me is a thing that enables me to have the income stream in which to have those things in my life. I yeah. work. I work to live. I don't live to work. But my job yeah. has to has to be soulful. My job has to mean something. I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a. I've always been a person of service. Doug, if I don't know if that makes sense to you, but when I was a massage therapist, I was helping people. When mm, I was a spiritual yeah. healer, I was helping people. Uh, and I do, and, and I'm still a spiritual healer, but that's what I've done. If I have a job that's all about money and me, I don't function well. My job yeah. needs to be something that is helping other people. Mm. Well, because that, um, <clears throat> and I just say, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, of course, people can work hard and save money but that and and be wealthy that's fine i mean that's that's your journey you do what you do but at the end of the day yeah that's what i mean you've got to you've got to have peace inside you really you've got to have that soulful inner peace inside and if you having someone being a millionaire and has all those beautiful home i'd love to have a big beautiful home and zeros in my bank account i would love that if that if that ever came but i gotta have peace and soul and i'm listening to an audio book at the moment called the midnight library and um if anyone has read the book or someone wants to get i really recommend it it's it's what the conversation we're having about now who uh, the guy who wrote it i'm sorry that's ignorant i don't know who wrote it i just got it on audible and i listened to it but yeah. the midnight library is about what we're talking about and it's funny how i just got it the other day and it was reflecting a lot of what i is going through in my life and also what you just said then about the peace and calm that's all that's all i want in my life i've i've been on the treadmill of um anger and the treadmill of you know moving forward which i'm not regretting the moving forward because i wouldn't be here now and we wouldn't be talking and i wouldn't know doug yeah. and um but there comes a time where i'm still moving forward but i i want peace and calm right and it doesn't really always come. Here's Andy. Let, let's be honest. Let's talk a bit about Andy for just one second. <laughs> I know that Andy, uh, when he the mother of, he, of his last three kids, uh, Andy was a, was an angry person. He was a self-proclaimed. He had anger issues and stuff like that. Mm. And the journey that he's been on, uh, you know, with his acting and going to America with Cody in the early days to be Eric Banner's agent and stuff like that, and then another relationship and then he gave himself back to jesus and 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 really started to turn his life around so andy's journey may not have been apparent to him until a particular point that this is what i this is what i need to do because 
what I have had made my life not conducive to growth and change. When yeah. we live in a when we live in a state that's not conducive to growth and change, we we stagnate and all of us would become a very angry and bitter sort of people. So where you've gotten yourself today, Andy, with, with the with the decisions you've made and how you've angled your life as well, is not too dissimilar to what I've done. You've worked on a very mm -hmm. emotional level, which is then when you calmed that and you opened up your spiritual level, everything funneled in from the universe to you at that particular point. But I feel that it took for you to let go of that emotional level to allow that other mm. opening. You know, like when your cup is full of of emotions and anger and, and, and regret, there's no room for happiness, joy and growth to come in. You need to empty that cup. And all of us will always have a bit of anger and, and stuff and regret in our in our cups, mm. right? But it's whether how full we choose to keep that cup with those feelings. Yeah, 100%. To allow other things in.